0: Skinesia, and today is October 12th of 2022, and welcome to another law-breaking show. Welcome all you white supremacists, domestic terrorists, racist, bigot, multicolored patriots. Uh, again, you're listening to the In the Interest of Justice, so please go to in intheinterestofjustice.us, and uh, therefore you'll see uh, the information for today's guest we're going to have on. She's an amazing guest. Uh, Elena Sassauer. So that'll be interesting. But, uh, I believe we have Frank on with us. How you doing, Frank? Radio. (laughs) All right. I guess that's a big old 10-4. And we have a motto on this show. He who is not angry when there is just cause for anger is immoral. Why? Because anger looks to the good of justice. And if you can live amid injustice without anger, then you are immoral as well as unjust. And I will also say as well as an asshole. So that being said, uh, this show is about free speech, no matter what side of the platform of the human race or the American exceptional American American system we have here, which are exceptional. Uh, rights and our Constitution and and whatnot grant us these exceptions that makes us exceptional of all the people on the planet. No matter what all the commies and Nazis want to tell you and to destroy us down and that are attempting to do so, we are sick of the injustice. We are tired of the corruption. And it's not only if the government what allowed them to do that was to secure our justice system, taking away our freedoms and our rights, uh, treating these things that adhere to us, guilty or innocent or those that dispel and uphold the law and to deal with the law that the people are are protected by as well as the use as tools and they treat it like it's like some type of uh new world or a type of uh, you know religious system that only those that follow the blood bar cult can participate and even them all of them lawyers judges uh, just the law systems overall, they think they have it above you, and that takes away all our rights, and they use it to their advantages and to their own disadvantage and make us all disadvantaged here in America. We all have rights, so we cover many dimensions of injustices on this show, and... Uh, all I can say is that it's a terrible thing. The, the, the logo pick that we have with Lady Justice with the sword pushed through, her, pushed through her heart. It's hard to tell. She's on her knees on the platform. Is she trying to pull it out? She certainly didn't put it there herself. But notice that she is holding barely the scales of justice and trying to be weighed. She needs help to pull it out. So that being said, everyone, I would like you all to please, again, on the interest of justice, be sure to click on that movie, My Son Hunter, Uninformed Consent, and a few little t- bits of pieces of news I'm not going to read. But uh, I want to show you all uh, on that page. You can look at and watch videos or go to those listings. It's just a tiny little sliver amongst all the things that really they show I, I will say one day we'll be covering, okay? But uh, at the moment, we can only bring out drips and drabs and for all your people to check out. But when do human rights tribunals begin? EUMP reveals Pfizer had no evidence, that vaccines, the commie shots, as they're not vaccines. Stopped spread of COVID 19. No evidence that the commie shot stopped spread of COVID-19. Arrest Fauci, arrest Pfizer execs now. And you can check out that video there uh, with Tucker Carlson and uh Bob Roos, member of the European Parliament. Lives were ruined over a vaccine that was never fully tested before before being forced on the public. And that was his job. It didn't have to be tested. They meant to fucking kill you. Don't you get it? They're meant to kill you. And now the next Oh, can't make this up. Moderna CEO announced the development of new mRNA injection to repair heart muscle after a heart attack. Oh, they need a counteroffensive for what they tried to do to kill everybody for their first commie shots. And they think you're going to be stupid enough and willing enough to let them give a, a repair commie shot to, to heal the muscle after a heart attack. What is wrong with this picture? If you take it, you deserve to die. Put the noose around your own head, and we'll all eat popcorn while you flip through that window or tree or wherever else you want to hang yourself. Because, again, you're letting them inject poisons into you, and many of you have. And your time lives, let's put it this way, you're going to be dead soon, okay? You'll be manned or dead soon. And I, 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 I know I sound mean saying that, but it's the truth. And people are dropping dead all over. You cannot un shot yourself. Okay? But here we go again. Look at that. Biden COVID czar says the pandemic is not over. Isn't that interesting? While all this, you know, it's not over. Nope, nope, not by a long shot. Look at this moron. This whole thing is run by morons. And hundreds of Muslim parents shut down Dearborn Michigan school board meeting over Democrat-endorsed child porn books. Well, I got to give it to the Islamists there. You know, we're all in this country rather than separate countries being made to war with each other. We're all different faiths, which we all have the right to uh, practice and, and have faith and live throughout our families. and our. But we are, we are a nation that has multi-religious faiths, and that's fine. That's what it's supposed to be about. But not when one is trying to dominate all the other. But there are those out there who are trying to take it all from us and make us worship their own false god that they're creating for us. One world religion. One world currency. You will eat bugs. You will own nothing and you'll be happy. Check this asshole out here. Warnock's church. You know, Warnock was evicting poor tenants as he berated those who were evicting tenants. Now, this is a guy who ran over his own wife's foot. You know, who abuses his wife. The cops don't do nothing. Everyone, i seen the interview with her. She was like basically pleading. Nothing will happen to him. You know, he, he beats me. He does stuff. Nothing's happened. Everyone's just, you know, all following this asshole. I mean, let's get all these commies out of there. Now, real good news, Frank and everyone else. FBI counterintelligence supervisor admits in court that the FBI offered Steele another $1 million to prove Dossier was real, but he couldn't. Lawless FBI used it to go after President Trump anyway. The FBI needs to be disbanded. They're a rogue criminal organization, okay, infiltrated by commies and Marxists and Nazis. They need to be, you know, again, this is part of the problem. They over, for these people to be in government to get this far, think what they had to do to the courts first. You understand that? They've been infiltrated. That's why all this injustice, that's why the shows exist. MSNBC contributor. Racist Republicans using soaring crime to scare vid- the scare voters. <laughs> you can click on that link there. There's a video. It's very funny. And then Tulsi Gabbard comes out, leads the Democrat Party, calls it the elitist cabal of warmongers. And she's right. All right? They're commie Marxist Nazis who have sold in with the devil, who have sold in with the Antichrist, if you will, who have sold into other international agendas to... To traitor against us and to kill us with commie shots. To destroy our society. To open the borders to us to have our replacements come through. And their soldiers and their terrorists to be utilized in this country. To kill us. To take our homes from us. Wake up, everybody. Look, I just heard it. I forget there's a website out there. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Forgive me, everybody. The population for the United States as of 2017, 329 million. 329 million the projected projection for 2025 was 100 million but actually a couple months ago it was only 69 million for the projected uh, projected uh, population for the United States of America Europe England would have the uh, most of their people gone too by 2025 and all these other nations however the commie chinese none they don't have any of them wiped out. In fact, they're, they're proliferating like rabbits. Okay? Commie rabbits. Something to think about, everybody. We're on a planned destruction of our all our way of life. And yet they use the justice system to oppress us when it's supposed to help us to take care of assholes like that doing it to us, thinking that they rule us, that they're above us, and they're not above us. We are above them. And the more you give in and oblige and obey these traitors, the more you deserve to hang, the more that this country deserves to be destroyed. But that's only a silent, that's only a a minority allowed minority the silent majority has taken over look you don't believe me ask biden i want to play this clip biden says it himself because we cannot get
1: re we cannot win this re-election excuse me we can only
0: re-elect donald trump would anybody like me to run for president Because Bunch make you no
2: Biden. mistake, Bunch sit down and hear what I have Bunch to Bunch say. It. You, Biden! Biden! <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, pretty
0: funny. He is agrees the first time in his life, at least in the past 40 years, he's finally saying something that makes sense. We need to re-elect President Trump. And we're going to wipe out the commies. We are in a war. Okay, we are in a war to get this country back. They want to continue to play us down like we're stupid. The media is uh, not the media. They're propaganda networks, just like out of commie, China and elsewhere, Germany and other places during World War Two. And they've been slowly doing this to us over the years and then brainwashing us all by a full propaganda network. Okay? This has got to stop. This has got to be overthrown. And those that are doing these injustices and the government need to pay for their crimes and the only way inevitable, which means revolution. Some type of revolution. Whether it's violent or otherwise, we the people must rise up and take this country back as prescribed and allowed to us God-given rights of the Constitution. They're trying to suppress it. We didn't put them to be our leaders to lead over us as they're above us. They should be afraid of us, not we of them. There's a difference. And here's another thing I wanted to bring up. There's a new law, it seems. And I brought this up. I'm not going to get into the personal issues of it. But Colorado may amend new law that limits arrest for weapons possession. But Bill Colorado Senate Bill, sorry, but Colorado Senate Bill 271, which was passed last year and took effect this month, well, in March, change that under the new law as of March 1st in Colorado. Get this, only felons who are convicted of Victim Rights Act offenses, including murder, child abuse, stalking, and sexual assault are barred from possessing a weapon. Frank might appreciate where I'm going with this, but previous offenders convicted of felonies related to drugs, burglary, arson, and more are not barred from possessing guns under the new law. Federal law still prohibits gun possession by those with previous felony convictions, but they will no longer be prosecuted in Colorado. A man apprehended by officers in Pueblo had no VRA convictions, which is why police had to let him go. And I will link to that article on the show page. Sorry, everyone, I didn't have enough time to, but it will be on the archive page. So, you can read it all. And it's very concerning to me. I got in an argument about it recently. And let's just say that person had no idea. But he wants to come search my fucking house. I'll just leave it at that. So, that being said, that's okay. Again, you know, the, the law, there's laws and rights and constitutional rights to protect and defend those, whether guilty or innocent. And if you're guilty, well, there's some things apply, you know. But all things must go unto what the Constitution and the laws of this land, and those that's supposed to enforce the laws are supposed to be kept in check by. Frank, am I wrong there? Because a lot of them don't seem to be following that rule, and and take it as if they're above the law to keep it from us. Therefore, how is it they're still allowed to sit in power? How? Think about it. How can we be overthrown? everybody, our government by a Nazi world order that wants to kill us all and make us all now the terrorists just like they did in Iran Syria, Iraq uh, what am I saying, Iran, Iraq you know, Syria, Afghanistan you know, everywhere else, uh, Yemen, I mean proxy wars all over the place, even in Venezuela, it was these same assholes that overthrew our country that helped overthrow Venezuela that's why they tidied up to Maduro it's not far-fetched to see uh, what's going on here. So, but there's, the problem is with those in the courts, which enable once that's infiltrated, it gives the the government powers the easier basis because the Department of Justice, the FBI, and the CIA, and we already know about them, they're, they're no good guys, they're not out for America, they're not we the people, they're against WIDA the people, and they're being turned on us, weaponized. And who, who who allowed that to begin with? Again, the courts are infiltrated. You get corrupt judges, judges who think that they're immune from the laws and, and the rights and the laws for which protects them as well as everyone else, that is, but they're supposed to be held in a higher standard because they're in a position to where they must uphold the law and dispel the law to people. Frank, am I correct there, or would you like to add on to that to make it make more sense and what I'm trying to say?
1: You're all over the place there. Just give me one simple question.
0: Well, remember, you gave me a time constraint, so go ahead.
1: A <laughs> time constraint. Oh, you're not crazy to defend your rights, but what's your question? Tell me, tell me your question.
0: Am I right, basically? And maybe you could paint it a little better to tie up what I'm trying to paint here of what the issue is—that our governments could not have been overthrown by these Nazi world orders without first our court systems and justice systems being infiltrated and secured and and well, not upheld kept from us and to oppress us as it would it be
1: great if we could prove that conspiracy okay and certainly the masons have in, infiltrated the justice system so you have one right there one of the top you know secret societies the masons
0: well would you also agree that, that these people these judge these uh, organizations of law like the fbi cia they would not have been able to have those powers to be uh, able to be used or weaponized against us, unless first the law system, the court system, was first uh, taken care of to enable these these, uh, governmental overthrowers. Does that make sense?
1: Well, I mean, you have to look at the whole history of court cases of the FBI in the court system, Uh, but uh, I don't think there's been a lot of FBI cases in the court system. Not a lot. And the FBI is certainly not one every time. And more often than not, the FBI doesn't want a court case. Like, for instance, the Las Vegas incident. Do you think they'd want a court case involving the Las Vegas incident? Oh, my God. All hell would break loose. So, um, you know, I mean, my complaint is that the FBI needs to act when they have a bona fide uh, allegation against corrupt judges and clerks. That If you can prove it clearly and convincingly in a nonpartisan fashion, the the FBI should go and make arrests accordingly, like in my case. Mm -hmm. I've asked the FBI to do so. We'll see what happens.
0: So, uh, didn't you tell me that they they were guilty
1: of tampering with the record, which is a misdemeanor, but could, in some instances, be a felony?
0: And that could uh, de-judge someone, actually. They could be put off the bench or uh, or some other type of penalization.
1: Well, uh, yeah, you know, you'd hope that uh, a judge like that would be impeached, but for now... Uh, you know, even to, to, uh, have a, a judge be accountable in any uh, shape or form here in this state.
2: Right.
1: So a- at any rate, I don't have my official professional head mic on. Do you want that?
0: Well, you sound good, but if you want, yeah, but at the moment you sound good. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I just wanted to get into all that, and everyone, please out there. This show's continuing to strive amongst you know my other efforts that I'm working on, and also thank you to Angel Espino of PSN, Public Streaming Network, uh, who's also takes his time and sees some type of value. And this craziness and this madman and this madness to see where in the interest of justice brings us. Because it's in the interest of justice which leans his heart. And he's a good man. And all of you out there, no matter, again, what it's not about me. Of course, you could call me crazy. You could say, oh, he's so loud. He's, he's argumentative. Look at the things he says. Who gives a shit? It's my free speech. Again, you have the right to turn the channel or go somewhere else. You know, you can take your trans testicle vaginuses, go to your safe cry closets. I don't care about you. You are the minority that's helping to destroy our country, and when we take it back, we're going to roll right over you. You better build a cry room, bitches. But other than that, you know it is what it is i you know i what got me interested in this was my issues in having to face you know with courts or, or laws the things that you know again that we all have the rights to utilize uh, uh and it shouldn't be with fear or, or some type of intimidation to steer us away from the knowledge of our rights and the things that the tools that are there available for all americans that they don't teach us of, uh, teach us of in school to protect us, to learn our rights. So when we do face these things in life, that's why I believe kids from kindergarten to grade twelve, they should have a new curriculum of teaching them what the rights are. The Declaration of Independence. And and, and giving real life scenarios like Homek used to do to teach uh, women and other people how to cook and be mommies. Now they wanna, you know, they wanna take even that away from you and turn you into some type of pronoun, moron. You know, I mean, give me a break. This is America and they're trying to destroy it. Okay. And we need those things so when people go there in life we don't have to maybe spend thousands of dollars or some blood cult blood bar cult member and you think is there to represent you and will be out all for you when they're all in it together okay it's a racket it's a scam and it's been overthrown just like our country's been overthrown and i still swear and i can say there's no way our country could have been overthrown or allowed to by these nazi world order pricks uh, without, first, the infiltration and the securing of the demise our of our court system because it strikes right at the heart. Gee, the sword right through the heart of the chest of Lady Liberty there. Why who? She didn't put it there herself. Okay, and our guest tonight, uh, today, Elena Sassauer, maybe you can see some irony and uh, metaphorical context in that, and in her fights. Um. So if there's anything, oh, everyone, I would, I would need you all please to go in the, in the interest of justice.us until we can figure out some way of getting some funds. We depend desperately on your support. If you support justice, not me, but if this this course, this course efforts, you know, uh, things have to be done. You know it takes flow. We need your help. I need your help because this show needs to continue on. So that being said, so let's introduce our guest, Elena Sasawa. A really remarkable individual. And she's sweet. And she's claimed she's shy. We'll let you be the determination of that after the show. But Elena Sassauer is the co-founder and director of the Center for Judicial Accountability, Inc., a national non a national nonpartisan nonprofit citizens organization that for more than 30 years has been documenting how judges break the law and get away with it. You see, in order for the government to overthrow us, they have to succumb and and, uh, make us all submit to the new system in the courts. They have to overthrow the courts first because it's the courts that rules the government. Supposed to, right? But By the Constitution. But anyway, I'm rambling. She is the daughter of not just one judicial whistleblower, Doris L. Sassauer, but two. Her father, who died in January 2019, sorry for your loss, was George Sassauer, who years before her mother was viciously retaliated against and stripped of his law license. Boy, imagine what that shit consists of. Having been raised by such courageous legal giants, Elena formally joined the battle against judicial corruption in 1990. And I'm sure she had better things to do, but she is moving. But she is the moving force behind uh, the Center for Just Judicial Accountability. Uh, CJA's commitment to evidence-based advocacy. Its specialty is documenting how judges throw cases by fraudulent judicial decisions that falsify, distort, and conceal the facts and controlling law and cover up and reward the litigation fraud of attorneys, including governmental attorneys or government attorneys, rather, and the complete worthlessness of all purported safeguards. Safeguards! Now, among other battle scars of her of her battle scars, her six-month interaction in 2004 on a trumped-up disruption of Congress charge for respectfully requesting to testify. Let me read that again. Among her battle scars, her six-month incarceration in jail in 2004 on a trumped-up disruption of Congress charge for respectfully requesting to testify about documentary evidence establishing the corruption of a federal judicial nominee at the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee's public hearing on his confirmation. Now tell me that's not a lot of bullshit and kind of reflecting that a rant that I just gave in the opening of what that reflects to. Okay, but I believe we may have Elena on with us. If Elena, if you're on with us, hello, how are you doing today? And thank you very much for joining us. And hopefully I'm giving you some justice here.
3: Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Yes, and uh, this opportunity to speak on the important issues of judicial corruption and how we can work together to secure accountability because there is none presently. And this is something that can be changed, and working together, we can
0: do it. Well, that's, you know, you sound real optimistic. Now, can you give us all a a brief history, if you will, unless it makes you feel uncomfortable, we understand, about the situation with your father, as well as just telling us uh, a little bit, if you can, about these battle scars from the incarceration, just for respectfully requesting to testify. Well,
3: uh, first, I really want to thank you so very much for paying tribute to both of my parents who were each whistleblowing uh, attorneys who loved the law, revered the law, uh, became lawyers because they respected the law. And uh, when they saw the corruption in the courts, how, how judges disregard the facts disregard the law, allow blatant misconduct by attorneys. Uh, They were uh, uh, exemplary in doing their professional duty, their civic duty, uh, to whistleblow about the abuses and and the corruption. They were sophisticated lawyers who took appropriate legal steps on behalf of their clients to protect their clients rights, because of course, cases are about rights of litigants and their clients came to them with with cases. They presented the cases on behalf of their clients. They were solo practitioners, not not part of of any kind of mega firm, big firm. They were their own firm and uh, clients came to them and told them the facts, and based upon the facts, they knew the law. Told them what needed to be done and did on behalf of their clients what needed to be done by way of advocacy litigation. But when the courts don't care about rules of evidence, uh, adjudicative standards, uh, standards of conduct by... Adverse counsel allow conflicts of interest. Have interests, vested interests. Don't disclose. Don't disqualify. Uh, then cases that are uh, are meritorious uh, get dumped. Uh, they go nowhere. They get thrown. And of course, there's the the, the pretense in the uh, legal judicial establishment that. Oh, so you go up on appeal and you can secure uh, your rights on appeal that uh, were were uh, trampled uh, at, at the trial level. But actually on the appellate level, often you have the same kind of scenario and you have appellate uh, judges that uh, cover up. Uh, the misconduct below. And of course, most lawyers don't even want to raise uh, judicial misconduct issues when they go up on appeal on behalf of clients. Most attorneys um, uh, use euphemisms uh, when they uh, pursue appeals on behalf of the clients. So they say, oh, the court erred and the court overlooked and the court misapprehended as if it was some innocent error. But uh, the difference between misconduct and innocent error is. I'll fix is, the error. Excuse me.
0: They don't fix the error.
3: They don't fix the error, but you see you see. We're all fallible. We all can make mistakes. OK, we're, we're not talking about judicial decisions that are. Um, it was simply erroneous, okay, the court overlooked. And of course, when a court innocently makes a mistake, the law provides a remedy. So, for example, a, a lawyer will make a motion for a reargument. And right. a reargument motion is precisely to alert the judge that the judge overlooked something, okay, to correct the error so as to avoid. The burden of appeal, because the appellate process is long, it's expensive. Who is going to pay for that? The client. The client is going to have to go up on appeal, spend thousands of dollars, have justice delayed. When, if it's a simple error, it can be corrected by a motion, a simple motion, a re-argument motion. Well, what happens on these re-argument motions? I mean, the re-argument motion is to obviate the necessity of appeal. And it is to flag to the judge uh, that he made a decision that cannot be defended evidentiarily or by the law. And what happens, unfortunately, is that again and again and again, uh, motions for re-argument,
0: are decided in a single word. Single word. Denied. Denied. Yeah, I so. learned that from Frank. Denied. Denied in my own cases. Everything's denied. Denied. Oh, but sir, you know, I, I have to show denied. I mean, what? it's like what what what's the law there for for us then for? What? You know, again, and these people are surpassing and uh, uh, uh succumbing of our constitutional rights as if they don't even matter or apply. This is backwards.
3: Well, Gary You know, you 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 put your finger on it Uh, when you have decisions that are essentially single word decisions denied, okay? Or you go up on appeal. Let's say you 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 then okay pursue an appeal. You take that arduous route, okay? Time consuming, expensive, and you bring a case up on appeal, and you have appellate courts that. decide the appeals by single words, affirmed. So in other words, the appellant that's spent all this money, had all this time, okay, gets not even a reasoned decision. What justifies such a, uh, 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 an unadorned uh, declaration, denied or affirmed? Well, it, the only justification is that they can't justify Because if you can give reasons, if you can explain, you explain. But because they can't defend what they're doing, they they, um, render these corrupt. They cannot be justified. When you talk about uh, judicial corruption, we're not talking about error. We're not talking about... Decisions that you disagree with and that you don't like. We're talking about decisions that cannot be justified, that upend all cognizable evidentiary legal standards. There's some law that is black letter, does not uh, allow for discretion. That's what we're talking about here when we talk about judicial misconduct. And when you go up on appeal and you and as I said, most attorneys, as soon as a case involves judicial misconduct issues, they back off it. They they won't make in the first instance before the uh, trial court. Uh, they don't make the uh, the motions to disqualify, to recuse. They don't want to go there. Okay. But let's say they do. All right. Again, d- does the court address the grounds? that the attorney gives for the disqualification, disqualification for interest, for relationships, for actual bias. No, over and again, these decisions, they're decided, again, by single word, deny, deny, deny. Okay, so they don't address the facts. They don't address the law. They don't make disclosure of interests that impel decisions that cannot be... Defended. okay. but then when these decisions on the trial level go up, are taken up on appeal, and again, most attorneys do not on appeal want to raise the the issue of misconduct. What they'll say, as I said, they'll they'll smooth it over. They'll play nice, nice. Oh, the court aired, the court overlooked, the court misapprehended. Court did nothing of the sort. The court outrightly perverted, falsified the the law and the facts. And usually what you get in these decisions, decisions at the trial level, decisions at the appellate level, uh, where, where they are not just single word uh, uh, declarations uh, uh, denied or affirmed whatever uh, they are conclusively so they don't they they, um, they don't address the arguments they don't confront the arguments. I mean the, the judicial process is is, a, is, a, is a, a weighing of two sides okay So what did one side say? what were the facts and the law presented by the one side? And what were the facts and law presented on the other side? And what determination is made with respect to those? You look at decisions and over and again, they are actually conclusory. They don't identify the specific uh, arguments that were put forward, the evidence put forward. And one of the most appalling... uh, uh, um, uh, uh, aspects of some of these decisions, especially Mm -hmm. on the appellate court, you see over and again, but also on the trial level, Uh, the judges say, uh, I mean, to the extent they discuss anything and they purport to adjudicate, uh, they'll say, uh, and the appellants or the plaintiffs or the defendants remaining contentions are without merit. Okay, doesn't identify, can't even identify what are the supposedly not meritorious contention? Because when you examine the record, and let's be clear, and you asked a very important point at the beginning uh, You you know you may you you're very provocative, uh, but there were some very important issues uh, points that you made and uh you, you asked about uh well uh, do we need a violent revolution is that what it's going to take no that that would be ill-advised that would be foolish uh what we need is a revolution uh, based upon evidence of what is going on and
1: that's the purpose um, the center. Were- on what forum, Elena?
2: It's Frank. I was just going.
0: I was just going to say. I think Frank should chime in and say hello. I know he's been dying to have you on, and uh, because I think Frank can relate a lot about this. He's very passionate about courts uh, and judges, especially, especially with their word denials. I'm sure he sleeps hearing that word. But uh, God, Frank. Uh, I'm glad you chimed in. Yes, Frank. About
1: solutions. Fences. What forum, what venue do you bring bring the judge watch activities to
3: to to have an effect? Well, first thing is to bring people together who have, like yourselves, like like you, Francis, like uh, you, Gary, who have direct firsthand experience, testimonial capacity and documents to back it up as to how you were deprived of the rule of law, of the justice- to which you were absolutely entitled to. Now, cases, I mean, in a sense, judicial corruption uh, has to be among the easiest uh, to expose. Why? Because cases are perfect paper trails, right? There's a record. So it's easy to document judicial corruption. It's not a matter of he said, she said. You see what went in, you see the pleadings, you see the responsive documents, you see the motions. Okay, so you have everything there. It's a perfect paper trail. And then you see what comes out, the decisions. Now, again, the judges have wide discretion and obviously not everything is black and white okay mm-hmm. and, and that's why we have to be cautious uh when we select our judges because in, in the, in, there are many situations where both sides have legitimate arguments and it's it's a weighing okay but there are areas of the law Where there is no discretion, there are standards that don't allow for discretion, that are absolute, okay, evidentiary standards, and you can readily discern when judges upend all those standards to procure a result that cannot be justified. And when the result as i said there there are many gradations okay of discretion but okay what discretion can be wide things can be open to varying interpretations and just because a decision goes against you doesn't mean it's misconduct but there are instances and the only way you can evaluate whether someone, okay, or some issue has been thrown by a fraudulent judicial decision, okay, some some cause of action is by examining the record. So it's very easy. And how do you make change? Well, this program is a big first step. And I have to commend both of you for uh, starting us off on this important journey of uh, bringing together people from throughout the country. Because we, we are blessed to have this technology where we are it's a big country and yet we can all be together. We can all have a conversation. We can all share, input the evidence. The Center for Judicial Accountability you read in your introduction uh, that... Uh, I've been the moving force in the commitment to evidence-based advocacy. Evidence. Evidence will make the difference. This is not a he said, she said, oh, it's your opinion. This is not about right or left or progressive or conservative. This is about evidence. What is the evidence? What are the facts? These are not opinions. These are facts right, and in it fact, is- when judges mm-hmm. throw cases. On the trial level, on the appellate level. They need to be removed. They need to be prosecuted. And the problem is that all the safeguarding mechanisms, OK, aside from the judicia- uh, judicial process itself, which is filled with safeguards, right? Because we have law that has standards, evidentiary standards, adjudicative standards. How are okay? Okay. So, so the the the, the, the laws regulating the judicial process have safeguards, and of course, judges uh, are required to be fair and impartial. They are required to. Uh, disqualify themselves when they have interests or they, for some reason, they can't be fair and impartial. They have a duty to make disclosure. OK, uh, as I said, when judges render decisions, the parties can bring motions to re-argue. In other words, to flag the judges that they've made a mistake. Sometimes it's inadvertent. We all make mistakes. We have a lot going on. We're busy. We're distracted. Whatever. But when you make. When your client. Spends the money. Okay. okay. For the lawyer. Okay. Or or the client. Him or herself. Acting pro se. Unrepresented. Okay. Uh, alerts the court. To. Uh, falsehood. Falsehood. Fictions in judicial decisions, fictions made up, nowhere in the record, okay? And the, the judges adhere to that. That's misconduct. That's corruption for which the judge needs to be prosecuted and removed. Unfortunately, the complaint mechanisms are all. A uh, broken down sham window dressing. So you're talking about the state commissions on judicial conduct. You're talking about the complaint mechanism in the uh, federal judiciary. OK, uh, uh, you're talking about you mentioned the FBI. Well, yes, the FBI, the Justice Department. Um, also is. Uh, uh, is um, an address to which lawyers litigants turn with their assertions, their evidence, their complaints of judicial corruption, judicial corruption. And what does the FBI do? What does the Justice Department do? What do the U.S. attorneys do? They, They do nothing. Okay, the public integrity uh, a section of the Justice Department. Yeah, come
1: on, Elena. They make an effort to cover it up.
3: Well, don't, but
1: th- don't think that they're a good effort.
3: It's not. It's, <laughs> it's,
1: it's they it's, cover not, it up.
3: But you <laughs> see, when you speak about politicized justice uh, of the FBI and of the yes, it did. But to make that argument to achieve. The revolutionary change you want, and that is needed. You, you, your firepower are not guns; it's the evidence and what the center for. Well, okay, so so okay, so we have Center for Judicial Accountability. Okay, uh, has I mean for years, for decades.
0: We yeah. had Gary Zerman on. We got Gary Zerman on. He's a part of that too, right?
3: Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Gary is uh, really uh, a champion, uh, a hero. Uh, one of the few. I mean, it's. It, I mean, there's so few lawyers.
0: I love that, his. Uh, yeah, I can't that, wait to come back on. I love his spirit.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's he's top notch, and uh, I, I met gary years ago and he's part of the advisory board of the center for judicial accountability and we have been working but we need more help uh help in terms of people who want to actively build an organization that with the evidence armed with the evidence because what what people who and do what have have a class action there are many approaches. There, there, there are limitless possibilities. But you know, uh, Francis, we've we've talked about this, and I, I am happy to share the conversation, extend the conversation that we had on the phone some weeks ago, uh, maybe even longer when you invited me to come on the show, and you had mentioned that that Gary. Uh, Zerman had, had been one of your guests, and, and I told you, well, Gary's yeah, is yeah, he's really the best. He's, he's terrific. Um, and I, I would try to, to uh, also uh, do a good job for you. Uh, but the, the point is, we need to build a funded, staffed organization that will, yes, bring class actions class actions uh, about the corruption in the state courts that for which people are turning to federal courts and they can't even find the lawyers to bring the the uh, federal actions uh, from because as I said, lawyers don't want to take on judicial no, no, kind no, of no, corruption issues. No
0: they're all part of the same blood bar cult they're all part of the same cult they all look out for each other yes. and money and that's disgusting cuz you know you said we need to create uh, something we already did it was called the united states of america yes
3: but uh, the united states of america is a, a big place and it, <laughs> it's, it's 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 about coming together and and working collaboratively and concertedly uh-huh. and targetedly with, with, with the evidence, and, and with the, power. when you want to succeed, you, you need the evidence, but you also need to develop it. If you're talking about a lawsuit, a federal lawsuit, which uh, as far as the corruption in state courts and uh, pursuing uh, remedies in the federal courts, uh, you need obviously a legal team that knows how to plead properly the lawsuits, okay, the ins and outs, knows how to develop it, and you need the PR, you need to have, because as they say, uh, I think Louis Brandeis, uh, Justice, uh, Supreme Court Justice, uh, Louis Brandeis said that sunshine is the best disinfectant, and the only way you're going to protect cases from, uh, protect them from being thrown by fraudulent judicial decisions. Because even the best pleaded case, well, first of all, you have you have the same kind of corruption in the federal court. Okay, I'm not I'm not going to say, I, I'm not an innocent, right. uh, okay, I have direct first-hand experience, testimonial capacity as to the corruption in state courts Uh, My my expertise as far as the state courts is is New York, Uh, but our vision of the Center for Judicial Accountability was to have chapters in each of the 50 states that would bring together the people, the litigants who have the, the testimonial capacity, that have the evidence from their lawsuits, because, as I said, cases are perfect paper trails. Okay, you go into federal court, and you show that all remedies in the state courts for certain kinds of cases, particular cases, particular litigants, okay, whatever. uh, There, there's, there's, the courts are not operating in a constitutional fashion. You have decisions that. Uh, are unconstitutional because they are devoid, devoid of evidence, no evidence, as my father would say they make them make it up they make it up, okay and he spent uh decades as did my mother, who I mean my father was disbarred. my mother was in, uh, indefinitely suspended by uh, court systems that control the disciplining and licensing of lawyers. That's part of why lawyers don't want to blow the whistle, okay? As long as they play nice, 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 and they stay clear of the judges who control the disciplining and licensing of lawyers, then they can get away with everything.
4: And now, I, I, I got a question for you. I'm a yeah, producer here, Angel. Um, Hi, how you doing dear oh, uh, you i so i have i have a, a question which, uh, by the way a fascinating topic today uh, folks and a uh, great guest gary um but I have a question because for example uh what if you run into a roadblock where uh for example where you find clear corruption even on video and it's by a you know a certain group in a in a county that helps overturn a presidential election like 2020, and um, the corruption is so clear, but the issue is when they take it to the judge, the judge doesn't even want to look at the evidence, completely wipes her hands off the evidence, and then later after the fact we find out this judge was the sister of Stacey Abrams, okay? And we know her angle, and uh, the the counties in hand were in Atlanta, Georgia. There were counties being ran by Leticia Lance Bottoms, uh, which a few days later, a couple of days later to be exact, Joe Biden visited right after the election, and thanked them for their help directly. Ironically enough, it was Leticia's uh, birthday that day. And they also celebrated her birthday. So at this point, when you're Trump and you're facing this kind of level of corruption, and it's clear as day this judge is not looking at the facts, doesn't even want to see it to allow an investigation of what happened in these counties. And then he's got all this money. He has all this evidence. But now people are on TV saying, well, the judge didn't see it because there was nothing there. No, No, the judge Uh, never saw it. So my question is, what does one do, like Trump, when this happens to you and the entire media is against you?
2: Yeah,
3: okay. So... Uh, Thank you for presenting uh, uh, such a powerful example. Uh, Now, you have, obviously, a very impressive amount of information. I don't know where you got that information, but that is powerful. And obviously, the only way that you can make change is by... uh, Uh, Of disseminating that example that you uh, are familiar with and packaging it with the evidence, okay, because what you said was clear as a bell. And if you have the evidence to back it up, okay, and it needs to be presented, written, okay, it needs to be the subject of legitimate. uh, journalism, not the kind of fake news uh, uh, journalism that we have. We we have, I think. Uh, Gary, you used the word uh, something about uh, a propaganda network. Yeah. Well, yeah. the The reason we have such uh, judicial corruption problems, I mean, there there are many components, but one of the important safeguards. Uh, protecting us from corruption uh, is the scrutiny of the press. And the press doesn't, there, there are certain areas of taboo. I mean, even before these uh, current uh, politicized uh, days, okay, uh, the 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 media, I mean, my parents battled with this, uh, I saw it, uh, Anyone could tell you that, that the media does not cover a judicial corruption. So when you're talking about a show like yours, uh, you can really uh, be the beginning- of galvanizing uh, monumental change. So if you can get the evidence, okay? So let's, let's talk about the example, uh, Angel that you gave. So you have you've summarized it. Put it get let's get the evidence to back it up. As I said, cases are perfect paper trails, the judge wrote a decision, right? She rendered a decision. She had a record. Okay. How? Okay, now, her decision wasn't it appeal? Or was it? Uh, So there's an appellate record. D- didn't the uh, lawyers say, well, did they move for re-argument? Did they say to the judge, judge, uh, you're ignoring, you're overlooking the evidence right in front of you. Uh, how did she justify? It? What happened? So there, there are facts in your summary that I would need to know, that anyone would need to know. But it should be collected, right, okay, by activists. It's easy to do, as I said, cases of perfect paper trails, okay? Get an inve- we need to build honest, investigative journalism, which we don't have. We don't have, and, uh, and the internet is a wonderful tool, and social media, I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm 66. I'm not adept at any of this stuff. Okay, I don't have all skills and you know I, I do my little pieces best I can. But
4: no,
3: Angel Angel and Gary and, and Francis with this show you can build a team, a network of activists throughout the country.
4: Well yeah, that's that's the point. Their evidence. But and then uh, I'm I'm asking you just uh, uh, on a basic knowledge, uh, like what is one supposed to do? By the way, uh, the person that I'm speaking about, her name is Leslie Abrams. Uh, she's the judge in Georgia uh, who is directly connected to Stacey Abrams, her sister. And okay. now they're looking at her for a possible Supreme Court. She's on Biden's shortlist. I wonder why. Favoritism of socialism. Correct, sir.
3: Well, well. Again, okay. I mean, if you, if you have this instance, this uh, obviously uh, important, very important instance of uh, corruption by her. I mean, it's verifiable if she decision that cannot be justified again there's the, the judges have broad discretion okay we can all see things differently it doesn't make our separate views wrong okay but there's a range of difference of opinion that is legitimate okay decisions can go different ways and not be corrupt but if you are saying angels that she wrote a decision that disregarded, falsified the record in front of her, the evidence in front of her. And again, I, I would like to know, the lawyers who brought that case, didn't they make a reargument motion? Didn't they file an appeal? What happened there? But you then what then the next step, okay? You want to test out the pro, uh, the safeguards. You want to blow the whistle. You want to make change, and not only in this case but for everybody, okay? You file a judicial misconduct complaint with the courts uh, uh, well, in Georgia, right? What did you say the Georgia? So the the state every state has a commission on judicial conduct. You know, called by some slightly different name, but it's a commission on judicial conduct. Okay, was a complaint filed against her? What happened? Uh, And get some journalism going. Again, uh, uh, she uh, she has hundreds of cases. Okay, so uh, you know you, you spread the net. Who else has had experience with her? Okay. Uh, where she has rendered rulings that could not could not be justified, stretched stretch the bounds of discretion into perjury and falsehood. Uh, we can make change. We can get them off the bench. We can get accountability. We can blow the whistle on what's happening at the FBI and the Justice Department. Elena it's been going on for years and you now have the tools with the internet with this kind of technology where we can talk together as if we're in the same room
2: (laughs) we have all blessings
0: right Elena now I I think a major question here is uh, I think Frank was trying to get to is even if we put people together and stuff and and but they need the power to be able to overcome those suppressing, hiding, breaking the law, being traitors to the law, to their own jobs, to where they cannot say denied no longer, that the, the findings have the power to bring them down.
1: You know, Elena, we've had the, the discussion called, of the PCA.
3: It's called the power of the people, okay, uh, uh, Garrett? It's the power of the people. It's the power of... of the people who 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 champion evidence evidence is 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 the means to truth okay right. and our justice has to ride on not what we want but what is true okay so the what, what i'm saying is we can achieve with this technology, this day and age, these magical conveniences, the social media, okay, you get you get citizen activists, journalists pumping it out on the internet. We can create our own journalism. And when you build a funded staffed organization, you have you have attorneys who are paid to bring the kind of um, not just test cases, but I t- think
1: the change. I think these are, are humanitarian projects, in my humble opinion. It's a, it's a humanitarian project to fight for good in the law.
2: Absolutely. So it, uh, it, I
1: I think that there's going to be some funding somewhere coming from somewhere eventually.
3: Look, we start out with we start out with with the, the look. Everybody has the capacity. It's not about money. It's about people. Well,
1: working. it is about money. money. I, 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 <laughs> Let's not fool ourselves. You need I, money to go to go forward to pay all those ridiculous fees.
3: You know the fees. The fees are are phenomenal. Okay, that's that's really not not uh when you when you're committed to uh to justice uh you know you. you what's
1: might- your time worth per hour. per hour what's your time worth i,
3: I don't i don't work for pay okay I, I okay i i haven't worked for pay i i i yeah, I, I see
1: at least reasonably fifty dollars an hour. hour reasonably
2: it, it i okay. look
3: I, I'm where I'm working to to achieve the promise of America the rule <laughs> the, of the, the the safeguards and the beauty of our constitution
2: yeah
1: okay? I'm just I'm I, just saying it would be nice if we got awarded our legal expenses to
3: to someday we can worry about that at the end or we can at the end. Uh, In a successful federal action, okay, Uh, we can obviously make uh, substantial damage claims. And yes, I think there should be reparations to the victims of uh, of judicial corruption. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So years ago, how many years ago is that? Is that now twenty? We went to the Brooklyn courthouse and uh appeared at the uh Conduct and Disability Act review there it was in a federal courtroom in Brooklyn in Brooklyn one of the most corrupt courtrooms around
3: that's that's where we we met that's where we met so
2: and the
1: judge his name was Judge Winters do you remember
3: Judge, Judge Winters uh, is a corrupt, he, he wrote Chief Judge, uh, <laughs> the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, but uh, uh, I have documented his corruption. Uh, it was the subject yeah. of uh, a fully documented uh, uh, a federal judicial misconduct complaint uh, against him, impeachment complaint against him. But you have you have remedies in the law okay you have impeachment you have uh, uh, misconduct complaint mechanisms that are shared that are broken down and let me just tell you and and let me just pause for uh, a, a commercial interruption uh but i invite i urge uh, listeners <laughs> listeners viewers uh to visit our website which is www.judgewatch.org. Judgewatch.org. Which has been
1: online for how many years now? Say it again? It's probably the longest running legal reform advocacy site Uh, uh, standing, right?
3: I, I have to tell you, that um, when my mother and I uh, founded the Center for Judicial Accountability, that <laughs> began that arduous uh, journey, uh, we would not have done it. Were there any other entity out there that was addressing themselves to judicial corruption, corruption of judicial selection, judicial discipline, Okay. Judicial process itself. Okay. So, when you say we're probably the, you know, one of the oldest. Uh, yeah, when we started, there was nothing there, there, to the extent that there was anything, okay, like, for example, American Judicature Society, okay, yeah, uh, the, these are share over fund for modern courts in New York, I mean, you have a you have entities that are really um alter egos of the bar associations okay they're just cover ups they're just okay Th- they're not interested in actually what is going on okay they're interested they're interested in perpetuating the charade that exists hmm. but uh, is that are, a is that no, a cabal uh, like uh, 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 Hold, no, on. Hold, on. Hold, on. Hold, on. Hold on, just, just to just thought I thought I brought up with uh, uh, Ralph Winters, okay? um, in, I thought I exactly thought um, I thought 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 uh, put together a committee to examine issues of, um, federal judicial misconduct, okay, misconduct by federal judges.
1: Yeah, was it run by Breyer?
3: Correct. It was, it was, it was a committee that was headed by, uh, then Associate Justice Stephen Breyer, and so it, it is called the Breyer Committee, okay, and they, produced a report in 2006. I think that the the committee actually uh, was uh, uh, um, uh, instituted, uh, established in 2004. It went out of existence in 2006 with the uh, issuance of a report. And in 2008, I presented, I went down to Washington, and I uh, presented a critique, an analysis of the Briar Committee report. Because the Briar Committee report uh purported that everything was pretty much okay uh with the federal judiciary. You know, that the complaint mechanism was working, we got the process down, we got But
1: all we, the complaints that day that was, were not hunky dory. We, have, we
3: have disqualification motions, we have in other words, they were purporting that there were all these safeguards in this justice department. That OK, okay. and uh, so they were saying that everything was pretty much well. And fine.
1: Judges judging judges.
3: Yeah, well, judges, judges, judging judges in a report that was going to uh, prevent uh, any kind of reform. So I did a an analysis okay i sat down i went line by line okay how did they get to that conclusion and we're talking about evidence the importance of evidence okay and i presented the evidentiary proof uh of the corruption okay how they how that report was rigged okay that all the safeguards, all the protections that they were purporting were perfectly fine were. Like. I, I brought it down to Washington. Oh, but why Winters comes up is because he was part of that evidentiary presentation. Okay. He was actually a judge.
1: He wrote right okay. over it. You, he, but he you was, remember the question that he asked me while I was testifying in the, in the, during those hearings. He says you're in the wrong venue to get to get th- things done. Do you remember that, you're, Mr. Knežević? You, I, perhaps you're in the wrong venue. Yeah, I, you I, know, concerning I, you know judges' uh, rules about judges judging judges and get, and getting reforms. And I had just read this very important report uh, by the courts administration uh, that the. On the issues of the powers of judges, that uh, the, t- the legislature and the judicial do come together and discuss them together in a group what is to be done. So I th- that was very interesting and. and Uh, Judge Winters had no response to my evidence of that report,
3: which had just come out. By the way. Okay, so so let me just. Okay, okay, so let me respond directly to what you just said. Okay, first of all, the reason that I took that little side tour uh, is because Judge Winters was a judge in a case in which I was a plaintiff. Okay. And so I was a victim of his corruption. His
1: Is that why they didn't let you his, justify? His
3: corrupt decision with two other judges, federal judges, that could not be justified, that then was the sub, uh, subject of a reargument motion, because as I said, the way that you really hone in Okay, I mean, not that there was any doubt in that particular case that what was at issue was uh, uh, corruption below, judicial corruption below that the appellate court was covering up. But okay, did the extra step of reargument motion to further demonstrate that the decision, the appellate decision affirming the lower court decision, was. Uh, a complete obliteration of anything resembling the rule of law, corrupt. After that reargument was denied, we took it up to the US Supreme Court, okay, including on a, um, uh, when that was denied, the cert petition was denied on a motion for uh, rehearing. Uh, and as part of that, because again, the judicial and legal establishment always pretends that there are safeguards, right? So you have the appellate process, you have the litigation process, the appellate process, and then you have misconduct complaints. So we filed a I filed a misconduct complaint against Winters, okay? And you have Needless
1: to say he knew you by name.
3: Oh oh yes, of course he he, he knew my father by by name, okay? My, my father was uh, uh, a whistleblower of the corruption in the Second Circuit, but not only in the Second Circuit. Second Circuit is the federal... Uh, Do
1: you think that's what got in the way of, of you testifying that day?
3: You know, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you honestly. And, yeah. uh, I, have a, I, I have a vague memory, but a poor memory. And I would, in this respect, I would appreciate, and let's go forward, let's be constructive. I, if you can, you should do a FOIL request. Get the transcript. Get the transcript of that. It's online, I think, the whole thing. Well, find it. Find it. And then we can take it the next step. But I do want to tell you that On the website, on the center's website, uh, there is a on the left-hand side. There's a side part, sidebar panel uh, that says judicial discipline, federal, and if you click on that, uh, you can come to the critique that I did in 2008 of the Breyer Committee report, which purported that everything was well and fine, and you know. As I said, the critique that I did, established with evidence, what a fraud that report was. And part of the evidentiary presentation was what uh, Ralph Winter, then Chief Judge uh, of the Second Circuit, uh, Ralph Winter had done in the case involving me. And by the way, he did it as was done below by the trial judge because I was the daughter of George Sasso, and so in addition to all the other uh, 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 victimization and abuses of my father, uh, they made sure always uh, to retaliate against uh, his family, and that includes my mother and the suspension of her law license. Uh, and she she was independently a judicial whistleblower, but the fact that she was a George his, uh, uh, former ex-wife, and the ex really uh, goes to the distresses uh and and the 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 devastation caused by judicial misconduct. So happy families, functioning families, loving Get blown apart by all the stresses and the strains. And I'm sure that there are countless victims of judicial misconduct who can tell you about how their lives fell apart, not only the cases, but everything else in their lives because of the stress and the trauma and the aggravation. Okay. So uh, on the website, uh, you can see the Briar, the critique I did. It's also accessible from the top panel, latest news. You scroll down on that latest news, and you'll see the Breyer, access to the Briar Committee, the, the the critique I did. I brought it down to Washington. I I furnished it to uh, Chief Justice, uh, I think Chief Justice Roberts. Uh, by that time, I think the Rumpus was dead, and it was Roberts and. Uh, um, to the Administrative Office of U.S. Courts, I brought us to the Congress, I provided it to the uh, to the judiciary committees of the House and the Senate. There's nothing there. There, They, they don't. The reason we have this corruption is because the legis- the Congress is not overseeing the courts, the federal courts. Is not overseeing the FBI, the Justice Department. What goes on? Of course, the media, our fake news media, does not cover, uh, examine, pro. I mean, you you know you, most people don't realize it because you see occasionally you'll see exposés and you think, oh wow, they're really covering. They're really going after the judge or, or the, this part of the judicial system. No, it's that they skim the surface. To the average reader, they they think, oh wow, if if there was something more, they would surely go after it, but if only it's it's only veneer and they won't go further. OK,
1: but they'll go after Trump.
3: Well, let me tell you. about yeah, let me yeah. Tell you about Trump.
1: in a nutshell, in a nutshell.
3: I reached out to Trump. I've reached out to Trump repeatedly. Uh, and on the website, judgewatch.org, you go to that latest news top panel, okay, and you click, you can see my message to uh, Donald Trump uh, about draining the swamp, the swamp of uh, judicial corruption uh, that uh, brings down and involves Uh, his, some of his foremost adversaries, uh, people like uh, Letitia James, uh, New York Attorney General Letitia James, uh, who, (laughs) uh, okay, now, uh, uh, Letitia James is, is corrupt.
4: Letitia James Bottoms, correct, yes ma'am. Say it again? Letitia James Bottoms.
3: Uh, Letitia James, who is the New York State Attorney General.
4: Oh, okay, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I thought you meant the Georgia uh, uh, Mayor yeah, I, James Bottoms. I apologize. I,
3: I, I, yes, I understood from what you were saying that there was another Letitia uh, down there. But uh, I reached out to Trish. And, and, and by the way, I, I will tell you that part of the judicial corruption, okay, uh has enabled uh our fake news media yeah. i i sued and on the on the website uh you can see a on a, a sidebar a left sidebar panel press depression. and you can see the two lawsuits that i brought against the new york times in and um 2005 and against uh gannett uh in 2010 i believe it was uh, or maybe the times it was 2006. I take it back to 2006 and 2010. Okay, these were these were lawsuits suing them for their uh, journalistic fraud. Okay, um, and uh, their election rigging, their knowingly false and misleading reporting and editorializing and rigging of elections. Okay. Um, And what happened in those cases, and and again, as I said, cases are perfect paper trails. So you don't have to believe me, okay? This is not a matter of my credibility, and do you like me or not like me? This is a matter of evidence, okay? And the case files are always the evidence, okay, of what went on, okay? And you see in those cases that I sued the Times, I sued them. They had no defense. They corrupt their attorneys, their in-house, their counsel corrupted the judicial process with litigation fraud, and were rewarded with fraudulent judicial decisions that protected them from a cause of action which should have been the beginnings of. Uh, of media accountability. We have no media accountability. The situation has gotten exponentially worse. Okay. At that time, nobody knew about this idea of fake news. Okay. Trump um, uh, brought that into currency and consciousness, and he was correct. You know, whether you like Trump or you don't like Trump, there are certain things that he said that are absolutely true. It has to be true. we have a fake news, a fake news uh, press. And his adversaries, th- those who have gone against him, include going back to Hil- Hillary Clinton, who, of course, he ran against in uh, 2000 and uh, what was it, 2016. Uh
1: Is Hillary Clinton ever going to come to justice?
3: Well, Hillary Clinton, uh, uh, Gary, included in the introduction uh, my mention uh, from the website of my incarceration uh, for six months on a trumped up, excuse the word, trumped up uh, disruption of Congress charge. For respectfully requesting to testify in opposition to a federal judicial nominee. That disruption of Congress case was set in motion by Hillary Rodham Clinton, who was, as you know, a New York State Senator. Why would
1: she take such special interest?
3: Well, she she, is doing what you're uh, doing. OK, so uh, Center for Judicial Accountability, a national organization, again, with with a vision of, of, of chapters in each of the 50 states of, of, of building evidence, building uh, the momentum of, of people who have direct first hand knowledge and experience. OK. Um, Center is based in physically in New York, and um, uh, President Bush uh, made a nom- uh, uh, this, uh, uh, George Bush the father. Um, in two thousand and three, he made a nomination to the um, Second Circuit Court of Appeals, the Intermediate Federal Court of New York, of um, of a judge who had been on New York's highest state court. And as a judge on New York's highest state court, that judge had participated in throwing a lawsuit that I had brought on behalf of the people of the state of New York against the State Commission on Judicial Conduct, because, as I said, Every state has a commission on judicial conduct. And our New York State Commission on Judicial Conduct is a corrupt facade, and I brought a lawsuit suing the commission. It went all the way up to the state's highest court.
1: What, to have more citizens on the board? I mean,
2: that's
1: usually the Question: well, well, How many lawyers are on are the are on the board? How many citizens are on that commission?
3: Okay, so you're asking how many of the uh, eleven members of the Commission on Judicial Conduct are non-lawyers? I believe there are. I, I cannot remember offhand. I think one or two, two, or three. But that's. Okay. There are so many issues of the corruption of the commission, and again, let me just um, take a time out to uh, alert you. In the same way that I alerted you to the fact, the is a perfect paper, paper, right? There's a record. You can document traditional corruption easily. How do you document the corruption? of the State Commissions on Judicial Comments. How do you document the corruption of the federal system of complaints? OK, complaint mechanism. How? It's very easy. You collect the complaints, which are kept confidential, but nothing stops citizens who have filed the complaints from making their complaints public, providing it to an organization like the Center for Judicial Guest. So in other words, because we file complaints. okay, to the state commissions, to the in the federal system, we know what goes in. We know what comes out. Right. And we collect the same sort of evidence from others. We see the kind of. Fully documented complaints of corruption, judicial (laughs) corruption. Same with the attorney uh, grievance committees that are court-controlled, okay? Where the complaints are confidential and that enables them to conceal what they are doing with the complaints. And, And lo and behold, they're dumping the complaints. They're throwing out fully documented, substantiated complaints. OK, so. Hillary Clinton was a state senator. This uh, uh, not this judge that was sitting on New York's highest state court that had participated in throwing this lawsuit against the Commission on Judicial Conduct that I brought. Fully documented, meritorious. The Commission on Judicial Conduct was going down for corruption. Okay, this judge, having protected the Commission on Judicial Conduct, and then Governor Republican Governor Pataki of New York, was then rewarded with an appointment to uh, this the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, from New York's highest state court, which is the New York Court of Appeals. I went down to Washington to testify in opposition. Guess what I brought in, in, in support of his corruption on the bench? Wow. I, brought, I brought the full record of the lawsuit that had been furnished to him in support of its review of this lawsuit against the State Commission on Judicial Conduct. The State Commission on Judicial Conduct in New York is the show in town. That's where you go if you have a complaint against a federal judge. The commission was corrupt. He corrupted the judicial process to perpetuate the corruption of the commission on judicial conduct. Hillary Rodden Clinton was the, the senator from New York, as was as was and is Charles Schumer. I went to both of them because as the home state senator, they have a like a veto okay they they can actually mix a a confirmation they're both
4: democrats yeah they got that kind of power yeah they, well they, they had that kind of power, they're yeah.
3: both democrats okay they had a republican president they they're both democrats but you see it's not about republican Democrat. it's the republican and, and democratic party are actually collusive with each other okay it's it's beyond it's beyond conservative and and liberal there is a power uh, a power network they collude against the people they corrupt government they're not interested
4: well that's what trump said he said this is not against me this is against you the people they're coming after you I mean, Trump has said that in, an, in almost every rally since, uh, uh, like, twenty yeah, fourteen. But
3: I've been, I've been trying to reach Mr. Trump. Okay, when you go on the website, okay, as I said, JudgeWatch org, top panel latest news. You can see a link for my message uh, to uh, Mr. Trump. Yeah,
4: but what are the chances I, I, I that Donald Trump, I, I Trump to, himself is I tried actually going
3: to read, read it? Okay, I mean. He he's being prosecuted. I mean, the the media, the New York Times, uh, and the, and the rest of the of the media. Okay, the, the the media has been covering up and protecting uh the corrupt prosecutors that are going after him. So people like Letitia James. So why isn't he he using that evidence that I've tried to get to him?
4: Because a lot a lot of the judges over the last eight years have been appointed by Obama and they don't want to see it or they're completely corrupt and against anything that he brings forth. I've been chasing this for the last five years and this is exactly what's going on. Every time they try to bring any of these things up, they go rush to an Obama-appointed judge and it's dead in the, in the water so they, they have nowhere to go. This is why I even pulled out uh, Stacey Abrams' sister, Lisa Abrams, because this has been going on now forty-five years, for two five years, sorry, uh, okay. since the election in twenty sixteen. Uh, at least number forty-five, go figure. Uh, but uh, you know, this is nothing new. This is what they've been doing. They're they're leaning back on Obama's judges to get their corruption through. And nothing that Trump can do or anybody else is going to help him. Look, uh,
2: that's, Giuliani
4: that's, that's, had the laptop, that's,
2: that's, and that's the
4: laptops from hell. Uh-huh. Nobody wanted to look at him. The FBI uh-huh. were like, "No, no, no, we don't want to see the laptop." Why no, didn't they I, walk away from that?
3: No, I think I think there's more there than you than you realize. And I I I think that since you do have uh, some very impressive amount of knowledge here on 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 these issues uh i would ask you to follow up and get more i've
4: been this has been my this has been what i do my own radio podcast on this is my forte that's why i I have to sham off that's that's why i had to jump in because you know you're a wonderful guest and i'm not trying to combat you or anything i'm just staying the obvious here that sometimes they write the narrative and nothing we can do other than physical is going to work because they're controlling the media uh and when I say they I'm talking about the democrats the people that are controlling uh CNN NBC CBS these people have their pockets uh completely filled with cash by the russians the chinese and all the oligarchs that are out there, they didn't want Trump involved because Trump is an outsider, and there's a narrative they want to continue into complete total communism,
2: Angel. and
4: that's the new world order that they've Angel. been talking about.
3: Angel, continue. I invite you. I invite you after the show, and I invite your get your listeners, okay, to contact me. And we can continue this conversation because what you're saying is important and uh, there are ways to follow up that I think um, can be effective. Uh, We need to explore who are the lawyers who have brought these cases uh, that have been thrown and we need to contact them and find out more of the details and uh, and then get
4: Rudy Giuliani.
3: Well, can you? I haven't. In his been, laptop. I, haven't, I have not been able to reach Rudy uh, uh, Giuliani. Okay. Now, by the way, the Appellate Division First Department, as you know, uh, suspended his law license uh, last year. Of you course. Know, the Appellate Division First Department has been covering up protecting New York State Attorney General Letitia James. <laughs> they, they've gone after Rudy Giuliani, okay? I mean, irrespective of of the merits or not there, uh, Letitia James has been protected. The The New York, she's up for re-election next month, for, uh, early uh, voting, uh, which is a, a sham and fraud and destructive of our democracy, as far as I'm concerned, uh, begins in... Uh, 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 less than two weeks.
4: Well, she yeah. she ran the platform that she was going to take Trump down. Period.
3: That's, that's right, yeah. but you, you can't I get.
4: Saw the, I saw the video of so, her talking to that one see, lady.
3: If you can get okay. What I'm saying to you is, she's running for re-election. The Appellate Division, First Department, that uh, uh, that uh, suspended Rudy Giuliani has been sitting on a documented corruption complaint. Against her, uh, and uh, uh, since uh, uh, February uh, 2021, okay, and uh, now I've filed a further complaint against her. It sits on the complaints. It again, it's a perfect paper trail. The record of my complaint against Letitia James is on the website. It's part of my letter to dear Mr. Trump. Okay, I have tried to get to him through to Rudy Giuliani, so that they can drain the swamp, blow the whistle on the kind of election rigging, fraudulent journalism of the New York Times, of the New York press that (laughs) enables enables this. You know, again, judicial corruption sits and.
0: enables larger corruption okay it's, that's what i said earlier right now uh, the united states of america where we're all as americans exceptional and we have an exceptional constitution with grants with rights and so many freedoms that makes us exceptional so when they say oh, yeah yes, an american exceptionalist you're fucking right what are you where do you live china oh venezuela oh Sudan, or some other African shithole country, right? That's been overthrown and commieized over by the traitors that overtook our government. Again, they started out with your judicial systems first, right? Before they started cleansing you all. Now we, the Americans, part of domestic terrorists, white supremacists, racist, bigot patriots, who are now, as they claimed on TV, we are a threat to their democracy. And you're damn right. Because we're not a democracy. We're a democratic constitutional republic. There's a difference. You're a threat to our democracy. You're a to our democracy. Like a bunch of parrots. That don't mean that that's our democracy. They're talking about their democracy. It don't include all you domestic terrorists, white supremacists, racist, bigots, multicolored patriots. See? The predator drones are for us next. Remember Obama in 2008 or whatever that was, after he became president, he enabled the United States a battleground. Crickets! I'm the only one. I'm crazy, but that's okay. But look where we're going now. And notice how we are seeing, I think Elena's answering the question. Again, I'm Gary Legere. You're listening to The Interest of Justice. Uh, Go to theinterestofjustice.us. Blah, blah, blah. We are back with Elena Sassauer. And I got to tell you, Elena, you're rocking along. But I think you, you, you you're, you're hitting it there to my question that all this is enabled through the courts, through the systems, through the laws that are, that have been uh, suppressed from uh, are being suppressed from us, taken away from us <laughs> and the, enable these governmental agencies to get away what they want and we're all still everyone I mean everyone guilty or innocent, okay? They have had their experiences in court to where easily I'm sure they can see at least some type of misgivings about s- certain rights not being upheld that everyone basically knows about. But there's so much more. And uh, and we're all being screwed. And that all right, because it's all the evidence. The evidence is what counts. They don't want to hold to the evidence. And uh, the evidence is against them. And someone has got a real breathing heavy mic. But that being said, uh, thank you for being with us, Elena. Very awesome. But uh, I think that's a very important point. But again, Angel brought up a point too. You know, what's short of revolution? How can anything of this be peaceful? I mean, And it's thrust upon us and waking so many people up that they're going to be in the midst of a war. They not know what to do. They have no idea what's been, let alone the commie shots. They've been taking them. And that was part of their plan. That backfired. What is it going to do with these people? Now they're trying to get us a nuclear war. I mean, to cover up and final their destruction against us, granted, they should have, They wanted to wipe us out. The land will be clean. The Kami Chinks can use it as their farmland and whatever else these Nazi world orders got to do. But the point is we all have to wake up because it's all in the courts and in our lives that, that run our society that, that's the attackers as well as under attack and enabling all these government agencies. And I'm going to say foreign powers because this is this is not Elena And I, I know, please forgive me for how I am, uh, but I'm, I'm mad. And again, we have a motto here on this show. And maybe, you know, you you'll at least understand my mindset to not judge me so harshly. And I am ignorant of a lot of these things that the law, but they, look what's forcing me to compel me to get into it. I'm learning here, just like anyone else listening. Uh, people like, knowledgeable like Frankie's the one that, with his passion, encouraged me. And uh, bring on people like you and Gary and and many others. And even the normal Joe Schmoes will get on this show. Because everyone has a story here and, and an incident. But he who is not angry when there is just cause for anger is immoral. Why? Because anger looks to the good of justice. She has a sword in her now. And if you can live amid injustice without anger, you are immoral as well as unjust. And I will add to that as well as a moron. I, I said another word at the beginning of the show but both apply am, am i misspeaking in my thoughts ma'am
3: i think that uh anger uh is often justified but you have to channel it you, you know you, you want to be effective okay right. so you have to you have to be smart about how you can achieve your goal and you recognize in your own experience uh judicial career. So the question is, how do you take it to the next level? How do you achieve for yourself and for others results? Uh, May may I ask you, I I don't know if we have some additional time and I can probe with you uh, some particulars about your matter. Is that appropriate?
0: Well, I don't see why not. I mean, they're all conspiring and uh, you know doing me in. But which part? Frank would be better at one one of the cases, but another case, I'm. You could say it deals with a mobile home park oversight program, a new a new program on their first case. They found it for me. I was hurt. There's a violation against the landlord. I was uh, They had a that was put forth the landlords had the opportunity to settle and they chose not to. So they, the order was in being an Elena,
1: Elena, Gary fell through a hole and got injured because there was trash buried on the property that he's renting.
3: Oh my gosh.
1: And they refused to to fix it. And so one of the, uh, actions uh, being taken here is this uh,
4: program,
1: this mobile home program, which is supposed to be uh, defending Gary and his wife, uh, but they then made a settlement without Gary. They made a settlement without Gary, and that's not right, with the Attorney General. That's called ex parte, right? And,
0: and they keep trying to force me to take a check, part of the deal, and I said, no, don't send it. Lo and behold, the other day, they send it. And the only document that it says about it is based on a settlement agreement. Here's this money. I'm like, again, what's it for? If I cash this in my mind, that would mean I agree to it and any and all other things that was said without my knowing
1: which is have- another document previously done this that said that Gary was to get over six thousand dollars
0: right well, and
1: I- they just I- covered that up and made a deal right under Gary's nose without him being there and they and they whittle it down to 1400. nice little trick trick
0: yes and again. And there's no documents. I still do not have an official document, any signatures, what my obligations are to this so-called deal as well as the opposing side. There's nothing, but yet they're gung-ho wanting to do actions based on uh, what the the park manager tells me is uh, – uh, uh, what is that uh, appeal process? I was like, that doesn't even make sense. So no, she was starting to tell me what was needing to be done, why they need to come into my yard, what they're going to put, and based on what? Based on what? She failed to tell me there was an uh, uh, an agreement, a settlement. Obviously, because they know it was. Yeah,
1: there was me- a settlement, but there was no trial, and there was no case name that I know of. But, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is odd. And yet you could you could appeal this thing, and the other side did appeal it. You could appeal this thing, yet there was no initial case, and and they never called Gary in. I mean, they're, they're definitely not playing by the rules.
3: It's, it's a little bit hard for me to understand it. I, I certainly would uh, be interested in exploring a bit more of the details, but I, I do want to say something, and you know, because you mentioned again the appeal process, and <laughs> You know, I'm not quite sure, and you, you mentioned, I think, $6,000, then it was whittled down. You know, many times, uh, most cases don't go up There's a the lot of other
0: appeal. things that had to be done, too, but, you know, that didn't get mentioned now. But either way, it seems that those don't have to be mentioned. The problem is, if I had the right to go to the appeal, they had the right to appeal, I understand that. I Anyone can appreciate that. Now, but if it doesn't go to that appeal court where i have my rights to testify but instead you know a secret deal was made and and i just found out yesterday frank uh, yeah a guy do i had to go see yesterday he had it on a computer it said that i made a deal with the other side i said wait a minute it says me me gary me as an i and he goes. he said yes amongst other lies that was said and I well, said,
1: definitely want to talk to you about that later but I don't want to confuse Elena with this
4: uh, okay. further
1: detail but Elena we're having a lot of fun in the federal court court right. civil right. civil forfeiture court uh, you know yeah. where they where they're trying to make uh Gary a, a mere claimant but not a party so he doesn't have any rights of a party even though the the money that, that, that they're holding is his. So uh, we, we are challenging this whole thing. And what do you think now about Queen Elizabeth dying, that there would still be a British, a British admiralty law?
0: <laughs> oh, that's important. Thank you. <laughs>
3: I, thank you for asking my opinion, but I don't think that I have any kind of qualifications. Which uh, comes knowledge, first? Knowledge to... Which to comes respond.
1: first? British, <laughs> British, <laughs> Admiralty to law
3: to respond to it. But, but I do want to say again, that, um, you know, cases are complicated things and it's all about pleading and the record. And uh, one of the important reasons for having the Center for Judicial Accountability is to be able to furnish some independent verification of what has happened, because many times, you know, people don't quite understand what hit them, you know, what what happened in, in their case. And uh, they can't get that from attorneys. Attorneys don't want to take on those issues. They don't want to take on the issues of of malpractice of fellow attorneys. You know, there there are lots of moving parts in in any case. So I just want to say, you know, in in conclusion, uh, because we're talking about, so how can we change things? How can, you know? Where is the optimism? Where is the the uh, what are the possibilities? And the possibilities when people come together and brainstorm, and you know they can see the the root, how to do it. uh, As I said, these are matters of evidence, and people want truth. People want something solid. They don't want to be bamboozled.
1: And what the judges do and what the clerks do is they prevent you from having a forum, a venue, to show okay. that evidence. It's their favorite thing to do. But we have to, we have to... Okay, to the have, to the point where they'll tamper with the record and yeah, so, commit but, crimes to do it like they did right, in, in my right, case.
3: Right, so we have to expose that,
1: right? So we, I want to take it to federal court now. Because yeah, okay. I've... So, cause I, cause I've uh, you know, I, I've gone to every other court here on the state level. So there's no more court of right.
3: So so the, the point is how do you how do you proceed in the federal court? And who are the who are the lawyers?
2: Well, I have
1: lots of laws and cases they ignored that are no, controlling no,
3: no. I, cases. I asked who are the lawyers? Who are lawyers
1: going- are obviously the Attorney General. So the Attorney General already is operating in a conflict of interest, because the Attorney General's duties are to protect the laws of the state, but they're also protecting criminals, these right. criminal and that, judges. So now what do you do?
3: And that, of course, <laughs> is the situation just to, to detour just slightly. Uh, that is one of the issues with respect to New York State Attorney General Letitia James. Uh, sometimes the judges and these state entities that are sued for corruption uh, are corrupt. And there is no defense. There are no substantive defenses and there are no technical defenses. So what does the state attorney general do? What does someone like Letitia James do? Not a problem. Uh, she corrupts the judicial process with litigation. Okay, so I have an answer here in Florida.
1: You want to uh, hear okay,
3: it? She she corrupts the judicial process with litigation fraud, mm-hmm. okay, which is easy to document and has been documented. Mm-hmm. I have documented it, and she gets away with it because the judges collude with. Me. So, um, uh, federal actions, yes. Uh, My question that I was asking, you you misunderstood what I was asking, was who are the lawyers that are going to bring the case, develop the case, advance the case in federal court? And what I'm saying to you is that an organization like the Center for Judicial Accountability, Mm -hmm. vision mission was to have lawyers on staff was that these lawyers would then be in a position to bring those kinds of powerful appellate lawyers not no when you're talking about jumping into federal court you're not talking about appellate court you're talking about federal lawyers you're talking about lawyers who have an expertise Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. lawyers who have an expertise in uh You know, 1983, you know, constitutional rights, civil rights violations. I mean,
1: you haven't. So would that be a separate case or would that be an interlocutory kind of
3: case? I I think it would be a a separate case, but, you know, Uh just putting together and developing. uh, uh, I mean, if you can find, I, I would be very interested in your success in finding lawyers to bring.
1: I'm not going to even bother. What a waste of time.
3: And not only, only, well, the point is it's not any lawyer. It's a lawyer who has the expertise, who knows what they're doing and is not afraid to take it where the evidence leads. That's not, that's not going to, You know use euphemisms about the corruption my
1: case is so simple two documents show that they they tampered with the record so it's clear and convincing they did okay they they, did they did the bad deed you can see it in five minutes okay so So then they say that judges have absolute judicial immunity you want to talk about that for a while and so now i took it to the appellate court saying uh judges don't have absolute judicial immunity and and the, and the case that the attorney general cited it says right in there the case that you're using to say that they do have absolute judicial immunity in that very case it says that in the absence of jurisdiction they have no immunity and then the other thing i wanted to bring up with you before before was that where does the attorney general in this state get his guidance from? Well, how about what other past attorney generals said, and what other past attorney generals said was that if you are acting administratively, you have no judicial immunity, and I have that document.
3: So let me let me tell you what happens. Okay, yeah. let me tell you how it works. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. Uh, but before so- you do, and before you do, this is important. I'm going. I'm going to hang up, but I'm still listening, and I'm hoping that Angel will call me on my phone with Skype, and I can take it from there because I'm going to the airport to pick my daughter
4: up. Wow! Like like I typed on the uh, chat. If you open up the same account on your phone, yeah. All you gotta do is just rejoin the call. It'll say rejoin call. But as long as okay, I'll
1: try that. I hope that works. I hope right. that works. But,
4: uh, if yeah, I don't not, chat me and I'll bring you in.
1: Okay. I'd love to hear what you say about uh, judicial immunity. Go, go
3: for it, Elena. Okay. Well, it, it's like uh, so many of the other uh, doctrines that uh, are used to throw litigants out of court. And uh, uh, Gary, I, I heard you. Uh, speak about standing and th- those issues. Uh, point is that there are um, some doctrines that have been elaborated on, embroidered by the judiciary, that create hurdles uh, when you go into federal court. Okay. But even... Even as circumscribed, okay, even as limited as your ability is with all those doctrines that are designed to throw you out, okay, okay, there are cases that nonetheless satisfy the standards that would permit you to proceed. And that includes as to immunity okay, Uh, where a judge has no jurisdiction, none, okay, is not acting in a judicial capacity, no jurisdiction. The problem is, and you know, I spoke about it before, uh, judges falsify the facts to get the result they want. So, If they want to throw out the case, okay, because it's a case against their chums uh, who sit on the state bench, right? They don't want to uh, come down and expose the abuses and the corruption of their uh, uh, friends uh, on, on the state bench. So even where there is no immunity. Because the uh, state judges acted in the absence, complete absence of jurisdiction, which means immunity is not available, okay? It doesn't matter. They make up decisions, they falsify decisions, and they pretend that, oh, the judge was acting within, he has jurisdiction. Uh, so, immunity applies. They make up the facts and they don't even deal with the specifics that are presented by the litigants, whether it's immunity, whether it's abstention, whether it's standing. They fraudulently. Uh, Mender decisions that are perjuries and they must be removed. That's corruption in office. They are throwing cases. We're not we're not we're not even talking about them manipulating the law. They right. manipulate the facts. They falsify the facts. That's your problem when you go into federal court, actually. Yes. that's what that's what we've been whistleblowing about and with your involvement educating the public that we're talking about fraudulent decisions false factually false made up decisions
2: right
3: okay that has to that's theft causes of action lawsuits are, our property rights
2: could it, right. could it, so it also
0: right. elena couldn't also be a form of treason because they're supposed to uphold the constitution yes. Yes. It's not just what they're doing is illegal and crimes yes. oh they need to hang
3: it's treason to the constitution
0: they need to be
3: taken out they need to be prosecuted criminally disbarred they're they're falsifying forget about the manipulations and their uh OK and what they do to the law. OK.
2: <laughs>
3: they falsify the facts. This is not a he said she said situation we can never know the truth. No, we can. It's a paper trail. It's clear as a bell. OK, so right. see the decision. OK, so now we got to educate people because many victims of judicial misconduct they really they don't understand the decisions that have gone again they, they really don't understand the mechanics of how it was done what they don't even see necessarily they're so upset they don't even see necessarily that the decision is completely conclusive doesn't identify any of their appellate arguments or initial arguments or whatever i mean it's Oh, anyhow, uh, you're doing a wonderful public service and yes, we can make a revolution and uh, it's not about violence. We, we, we uh, are against violence because we have something better. Yeah? We have the truth on our side. We have evidence and we have people coming together who have direct firsthand experience, testimonial capacity, and we need to bring that together with the social media, with we are going to create the journalism, we're going to find the journalists who are looking to run the stories and the cover up by by the uh, media, the mainstream media, but it's not just the legacy media. It's also the, the, you know, a lot of the quote progressive media, you know, completely uh, also, just utterly dishonest, perpetuators of corruption, agenda-driven, not not law-informed, not informed by respect for our constitution and our rule of law. It, everything is, you know, we have a big job to do, we can do it, and we can do it, and you can do it, and you're doing it now by this wonderful program. Oh, and I more, so. <laughs> more of it, more of it. Yes. Just with with, with, with conversation, and callers uh, uh, should be encouraged. You know, I'm happy to appear here, you know, uh, and uh, people like Gary. So there'd be a conversation, because also there's a, there's a learning curve, and we all learn, and I learned. Um, about uh, you know, many times I, I do want to tell you, you know, sometimes people think that, that they're victims of judicial. Mis- they call me and they they tell me you know what has happened to them and you know, I tell them. If possible, you know, it, it, first of all, it's not always clear as judicial misconduct. OK, but I tell them if they're going up on appeal or if they're looking for reargument. You know? If it's not judicial misconduct, if it's just, you know, there, there are other possibilities. And if they, if, it, if it's not judicial misconduct, we shouldn't look to embrace judicial misconduct, because that's a hard nut to crack. That's They, they will not let you succeed on appeal, on anything. You, you know, you, you, if you can avoid the misconduct issues, the judicial misconduct issues, but if they are judicial misconduct issues, Then you know we need to work together to expose the racket that goes on, because there are so many unspeakable victims, Uh, the hardships that they have faced, the the indignities, and the judicial decisions make it worse. You know, make it worse for them. uh, and, 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 the, and 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 some of these 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 victims they're so heroic, uh, you know. They've spent years and and they've wasted themselves and their resources and they've exhausted themselves and and they do everything that they can and they're 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 amazing extraordinary people, but it it's, it really requires concerted action working together and working together, we are gonna succeed. And thank you so much uh, for having me. Again, the the website is www.judgewatch.org. We definitely
0: gotta have you back on again. You're willing to come back on again, I hope, right?
3: (laughs) Well, thank you. Yes, I would be be thrilled to uh, continue this important conversation. And uh, again, as I said, uh, inviting callers in and, uh, you know, maybe group conversation on how we can build, how we can build, so that we are a force of revolution to be reckoned with. Uh, uh, And as I said, uh, all based upon the evidence, the truth. Last thing I would say, because if you have the means or capacity or any of your listeners... Uh, to reach Mr. Trump, uh, or reach Mr. Giuliani, uh, because uh, there is an election in New York, and unfortunately, the corrupt, corrupt incumbents, uh, uh, Letitia James, leading the pack, leading the pack, and um, okay, and protected, uh, by by the uh, the ethics entities, the. Um, Criminal entities, the FBI, the Justice Department, they've all been covering up, protecting her, as yeah. likewise the press. Yeah. And we need some whistleblowing by Mr. Trump, who has a bone pulpit. I have tried to reach out to his lawyers. I mm-hmm. have and they have not even confirmed to me that they have communicated uh the the website evidence information message that i trying to
4: communicate and, to him. and then uh but you gotta understand uh trump at the at this moment is under heavy litigation by this very james uh That's, on trump up charges no,
3: because no yeah because no according to her no one is above the law
4: but yeah but this is this is the this is the law that she claims that he broke uh, the law this is this is hold on a let me, let me just get the out so people know they claim that he said his property was worth something and that he was wrong. And so the bank came in and they said, No, it's worth this much. And that's normally how every evaluation of one's property works you tell the banks how much you think it's worth, they tell you how much it actually is worth. You go by the bank rules. You do the deal, done. That's exactly okay. how it went down normal standards. Right. But they're trying to charge him with having a difference of opinion originally with the bank before they even signed the deal. So right. they're saying that his corruption is because he said, oh, my is worth, for example, a million dollars. Right. So and they said, talk- no, it's worth half a million dollars.
2: Right. So and, words-
4: and because of his opinion... They're trying to say, well, you're corrupted because your opinion was wrong. Yes.
3: Yeah, so let me respond to that, okay? And that
4: is Letitia James in New York.
3: Yes, yes. So let me contrast that to the case against Letitia James that the newspapers have been covering up, that New York's... Ethics
4: and criminal entities have been. Oh, attacked. I'm sure it's much worse because everything everything they claim Trump the is doing usually is like baby cakes right. compared okay. to what they're doing.
3: All right. So <laughs> let me let me just tell you that the corruption involves the larceny, grand larceny of the public fisc, involving the entirety of the New York State budget, which is two hundred twenty billion dollars. And uh, includes now, okay, thanks to her, uh, about a billion dollars going into the uh, pockets of uh, New York's constitutional officers. That is the judges, the state legislators, uh, the statewide electeds such as the governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, and controller, all are the beneficiaries of a fraudulent, fraudulent, statutorily violated, unconstitutional pay raises. She's been pocketing, she's known yeah. about this, okay, involving the entirety of the New York State budget. I, as I said, it's 20, $220 billion. I don't think that the um, The issues uh, relating to Mr. Trump. Okay, you you talked about evaluations and what the banks, you know, knew. And okay, I understand what you're saying. What what I'm trying to say is that the case against uh, Letitia James and the other um, uh, public officers who are up for reelection, most at the highest ranks, who are Democrats, by the way, but, but but I mean but, but but that case that they're all sitting on is based on open and shut prima facie evidence for which she must be and will be indicted. She disbar. She must be disbarred, indicted and will be convicted. The problem is that the ethics entities and the criminal. Interest- entities are all covering up and sitting on the fully documented complaints against her that I have filed. And the press all knows about it. It's sitting on it. It's now actually part of a lawsuit ongoing. uh, In which she is a respondent representing the other respondents, corrupting the judicial process, because she has no defense involving the corruption of the state budget, involving the pay raises and involving the ethics entities that have been. That are sham charade entities, but this works for her. She wants to deprive the public of functioning ethics entities and a functioning constitutional government. Okay, that's what she's been doing. That's the subject of evidence in a complaint. Okay, I Trump. I've tried to reach Trump's, uh, as I said, the, the 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 premise for all her investigation of Trump, okay, which has now finally reached this stage of action, is that no one is above the law. We can't have anyone above the law. And Mr. Trump is above the law. No, she is above the law. And yeah. we, need, we need some coverage, some investigative coverage. We need some social media publicity, okay? So anyone out there... who who wants to be part of the effort of honesty, of uh, uh, evidence-based governance, constitutionality, take down these fraudsters, these pretenders, like Letitia James, and the the rest of them, and and these judges, okay, uh, that are being protected by an establishment that purports that they are rendering justice. I mean, ultimately, uh, and I think, uh, I mean, ultimately, the the judiciary is the most powerful of our branches because it it reviews the constitutionality, the lawfulness of the other branches, and it is the branch that um, you see. We are empowered by our lawsuits. When each person brings a lawsuit on their own behalf, on behalf of the public, okay? Those cases challenge unlawful actions, often unlawful governmental actions. When the, when we, the Constitution gives us self-help, we don't have to rely on, on, on anyone to help us, we go to court. But when, when our cases, our legitimate cases, corruption cases are thrown, okay, so, so that's why it's so important, because the integrity of the other branches actually rests on the integrity of the judicial branch. And we have the, the clearest, directest access to change through the judicial branch, because we're only, each of us is only one person, okay? Uh, Letitia James, is okay, uh, all these public officers, they're elected by tens and and hundreds and millions of people, okay? We individually have no voice, but we individually or collectively can file lawsuits. That's what makes the... We are empowered by the judicial process. And so it is in our interest... All of us who love our constitution and, and and our precious precious country, yes. uh, we, we, we must do everything we can to ensure the integrity of our judicial branch and
2: survival.
3: Okay, and you are doing a wonderful start in putting your focus in the interest of justice. Putting your focus on the judiciary, and you are mo- a tool to mobilize the country. You you will be the the, the 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 start of the revolution. No 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 bullets fired. Okay, just the evidence. We'll do it. Thank well, you with, for having with,
2: with the right
0: guidance. With the right guidance, and you. Uh Help the efforts behind it, maybe by help, uh, helping other people to come onto this show that you think would be beneficial. Uh, if you don't mind that being a part of it, therefore we grow the numbers. You said I, we have to grow the numbers. This I, isn't about me. I'm a pissed off American. You know, uh, people are offended by me because I have free speech and I have a big mouth. But that doesn't matter. Like you said, it's not about me. It's not about. It's about us all. It's about our constitution. It's about our country. And it's about life, liberty in a pursuit of happiness that they're destroying and we're surrounded That's by right. a Your your,
3: yeah. your anger is because you care. Yes. You love this country and yes. you care. And so we we fight for the things that we love, okay? That we cherish that are important, but we fight, we don't have to use violence. We can use the other power, the other powers we have,
0: okay? I, I, hoping so, because society was a civilization. We have uh, uh, supposedly left leaps and bounds, and we should be at a place now where that should be a last resort, especially by the voice of, like you said earlier, the people. So if you're willing to help partake, maybe help uh, get guests and uh, even come on again sometimes or even share time with them at times, I mean, to help this grow, that would be very valuable and appreciated.
3: Because
0: I I certainly can. Do this alone. You could sell that. But I, I,
3: will, I will do what I can. And please, uh, you, you never need to mention my name, but mention the Center for Judicial Accountability always and the website uh, because uh, this, this is the organizational, institutional entity
2: we that
4: will.
3: has to be grown, okay? So that we can provide the resources, the lawyer resources.
4: Elena, um, you're, you're fascinating. I'm the producer of angel. Uh, but but before, before we get too far off, I just wanted to make a, a drop here. Uh, just Let's all remember, you say there's no need for violence, but in every major uh, step forward in this country and in this world, where we've gotten rid of evil... It's been done through, unfortunately, through violence. Uh, That's the only way to make certain and and undoubtable change. Because there's a thing called the Trojan Horse, and they've uh, already infiltrated our school system. They've infiltrated uh, our non-educational, but but our our, uh, technical departments. They've infiltrated our workplaces. Uh, And when I say they, I mean the communists. They've taken over completely.
3: They have all the power. Okay, don't kid yourself. They have all the power. Don't don't put yourself in in jeopardy. Okay, because that's not smart. Okay, they have the power, and they can incarcerate. And
4: well, yeah, that's yeah not, but that's, that's like a not, saying our forefathers so were. Achieve. That's, that's yeah, but that's like so saying our forefathers were stupid.
3: We can. Were they we can
4: stupid be for hard. fighting for freedom?
3: We can be smarter. We
4: can be How? By 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 bending by, over? No, by
3: no, no, by using the evidence. You, you have we haven't compiled the evidence. But yet.
4: they don't want to see the evidence. Oh, and They no, control no, the narrative.
2: It. So that's giving,
4: that's what you're failing so to see, though, Alina. They you control the the perspective and the optics, and whatever we present as evidence,
3: no, 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 they're we, throwing it out. No, we can change that. And by the way, I've tried to reach Tucker Carlson and Fox News. And I haven't been able to get through to them. Okay, so no. If you feel that you have an important story and and what you related uh, about uh, uh, Leslie Abrams, uh, uh, I mean that's that's very uh,
4: concerning. Oh, but that that's been known for the three no, four years I, since twenty twenty. That's well, not new news. The no, thing is, you no. haven't heard of it because the mainstream media doesn't want it reported. Well, that that was actually a news days after the election.
3: So I so I'll tell you what, okay? I would invite you to call me, okay? And we will discuss a strategy.
4: Have about- you seen the bags under the table That's where different. they? Have you seen the bags under the table that came out in one state after they cut off the uh, election, essentially? And at two and three in the morning, he started bringing out bags and feeding them into a machine?
3: Well, uh, I have not been following all that. But again, uh, the question is whether, how, yes. And how was that presented uh, in evidentiary form in a litigation? Uh, That's what we need to examine. How was done? whether it was done properly, watch what Leslie Abrams did. I understand what you're saying. I'm saying that I need to see more of the evidence. And then we need to, um, you know, once we examine and verify what has happened, we get more information. Uh, yeah, I think why wouldn't Tucker Carlson cover it? why wouldn't fox news and by the way i think
4: oh they, they did I, the problem I, is fox I, news was the only one that cover it
3: no, they everybody had, no, everybody no.
4: else ignored it so well
3: uh, well send me the segments okay send me the segments okay and send me okay call me up if this is something that you have raised of concern to you and it is concerning if certainly if it's true and we need to pursue it. And I think, uh, I mean, I will tell you that I, I think that there is a real deficit uh, of conservative media. I mean, there's, there's a deficit of, of honest. There's no, there's, I mean, I, I can't find. I can't find the,
4: there's a deficit <laughs> in the honest media in general in this country. Uh, but unfortunately, it's not just in America. It's worldwide where yeah. the un, where the corruption in the media is spreading like a virus. I mean, you go know, from Australia to Europe, uh, any part of the world, and they're talking about almost the same thing that we're talking about here. Hell, in the UK, they have Boris Johnson that looks like wannabe Trump. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like you're watching the same movie over and over again just flip the channel of the country. Yeah,
3: he's gone already. But uh, I understand what you're meaning. Look, uh, we we do the best job we can, and uh, we have enough to tackle right here at home. Uh, I think we need to find uh, the the muckbreaking, honest journalist, journalists,
2: journalists. Right. Uh,
3: who, who can pump out on the internet? Uh, uh stories we need to develop uh that media uh that will be focused you know I, I, I would like uh, I the FBI I
4: times know. Gary Legere, myself uh, uh you know we're 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 in the front uh, of, the, of this right now the there is uh conservative news media that are uh, you know promoting uh, oh, not yeah. just trump but they're oh, promoting yeah. uh, you know the oh, yeah. truth.
3: Call me up, call call me up and we can have this conversation uh, because uh, this needs to go somewhere. You know, I'm not just talking, you know, I'm talking so that we can build strategies and an action plan. Okay, that we're going to. So so next week, the weekend, there are so many things that we can do that should be done. Okay, throughout the country, in each of the states building, you know, building a network of, of victims, people, of, of judicial...
4: That's the, the key word that I, I was waiting for you to say. It's building your own network. And people like Daily Beast, Ben Shapiro, uh, these folks are, are doing that. I saw the Hunter movie uh, recently, Gary. And uh, my son Hunter. Get, if
3: you can get me in contact with Ben Shapiro. I mean, any, I mean the point is
2: the, Boy, uh, actually I
4: interviewed Ben Shapiro, start, but not, start, uh and then uh, start, uh, I interviewed Ben Shapiro several years ago and uh before he became superstar Ben Shapiro, and uh he is a fascinating person to talk to. Talks very, very fast, by the way. Uh but uh he is fascinating even back then when I interviewed him, and I tell you what, his narrative has really shaped a lot of like what I believe uh, because I've looked into well, what he was talking about and a lot of it is right on the money. He is 100% correct in a lot of the, the things he's been saying for years and years and even before well, Trump ran good. for office uh, Ben Shapiro was on the money.
3: We need to, okay, whoever they are, okay, uh, we have Okay, I'll tell you right now, if, if there's anything that I can accomplish now with you, so let me tell you what it is, okay? Got to get an expose on Attorney General Letitia James, okay? Now, she's going after Trump.
2: Love I can't thing,
3: find yeah. anyone, okay, if, if you have any listeners who can help advance the story of her documented story of her corruption being protected by all the uh, public protection, uh, ethics, and criminal entities. We're talking about the the New York U.S. attorneys, the New York district attorneys, uh, the uh, attorney grievance committees, the the public ethics commission that has jurisdiction over her. Okay. Uh, She has been corrupting governance, has been the subject of fully documented complaints. Above the law, it's not Donald Trump, it's Letitia James, and it's open and shut. And there is a le- an election for which early voting is starting, I believe, October 29th, okay? Now, the, the top anyone who wants to bring down New York's fake news, press, starting with the New York Times, but the whole the whole kit and caboodle, OK? The Albany Times Union, uh, Newsday, uh, Daily News, uh, the New York Post, which is, you know, conservative, so quote, conservative, please. Uh, they, and they've, they've all been covering up for for her, for, Ho- for the governor, uh, for the controller. For the leaders of the legislature. And as I said, New York state leadership is all democratically controlled. All of it. Now, th- that doesn't mean that this story doesn't bring down their Republican minority counterparts. It does. That's part of the problem. This brings down Republicans and Democrats both. But for those of us who care about accountable, uh, responsible, um, uh, evidence-based, truthful, governance, government. Uh, okay, public integrity is the most important thing, all right? Without public integrity, the rule of law falls by the wayside. We have nothing, okay? And that's what's up. We have a complete collapse. We have a collapse. How can I say this more emphatically? We have in New York State, and it's replicated doubtless throughout the country, and I see it on the national level, we have collapsed constitutional governance, okay, and it's all careening to the Democrats, okay, and the quote progressives, and the progressives ain't no good government, uh, uh, these are not good government players, these are corruptors of governments. Now, yes. there there are no voices on the Republicans. You know, you would expect that constitutional governance would be championed by the Republicans. Oh, no, they're not there either. We, the people, we, the people, have been betrayed. Betrayed. Yes. It, it's treason. I think you said it, um, uh, Gary, or maybe it was Francis, or maybe Angel. I don't know, treason. Treason. Absolutely. That's what we're talking about. But bottom line here, here at the end of this show, which I mean, obviously, it's just about at the end. Um, if anybody can help with this outreach in the next week, two weeks, can we get some coverage? So get some investigative reporting on Letitia James, who is okay, New York's Attorney General that has Okay, she was elected uh, on a promise that she was going after Trump. She has gone after Trump. She has pursued pursued him, is pursuing him. And again, the rhetoric is because no one is above the law. Well, I agree Mr. Trump should not be above the law, but neither should she. Okay, and she is, and she's protected by everyone. And you bring down all the fake news, uh, uh, election rigging uh, media. Okay, the same media that you know uh, has been covering up all this corruption, you know, for eons. This is part of the drain, the swamp that you know Trump pledged to do, must yeah. be done, must be done.
4: And then you get suicidal, like Jeffrey Epstein.
0: <laughs> uh, well, that's what well. I mean, a lot of people activating. You know, it would be hard, they, they, can't, they can't assassinate us all. Well, wait a minute, yes, they can, they'll create a nuclear war.
3: Well, uh, we have our we have. We have our hands full, <laughs> OK? There's, some, there's so much to that but uh, anyhow, I, I really want to thank you. Uh, uh, all three of you, uh, for really what is leadership here? Uh, you taking your valuable time and a certain amount of money. <laughs> time is money uh, well, to, help. To, to do this show. OK, to do this show. But. If you, want to ra- if you want to raise money for your show, then it, it can't be just about ranting. It has to be about activism.
2: Right. And, and you, much, can, yeah. you can
3: take that anger of yours, that rightful anger, channel it, measure it, and be much more effective. Uh, I think you will have a, a great following and talk uh, uh, again, I thank you. I invite you individually to call me. I invite anyone to call me uh, to be part of the solution.
0: Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. And you. uh You're an awesome guest, and you're not shy at all. So <laughs> I know everyone well, looks. Loved- they they all they all like you and they definitely want you to come back. Thank so, you. Yeah, we'll do that, Angel. I'm sure we'll call you. I know Frank will, and I think we need to put efforts in, like you said, come up with uh, some type of strategies and more than one. We need to, you know, counter even a that
3: may not work
0: out. We can I'm, utilize strength in right,
3: others. I'm, I'm sure your mother said or your father said or someone said to you, Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. right. Uh we have we have
2: you
0: know,
3: always have multiple strategies going on, right? Yes. <laughs> so, you see, well, that, that, will, the truth, the truth I, must always prevail.
0: Yes, ma'am. I agree. Okay. Will your help? Uh, we shall help it make it so, and so will the listeners. Again, you know, uh I'm limited in who I am and what I do, but it, it is forth because you have to do something, and That's I do right. have a big mouth, so it'll be utilized. But the thing is, I yes, I I am mad, and I but I am. Trying to put into efforts to where because it, it's got to be a collective effort, and we are all they, Americans. so thank you very said, much.
3: Don't get, don't get mad, get even.
0: Yeah, <laughs> someone just also said that to me earlier. All right, thank you very much, Elena. We'll talk soon. Okay. <laughs> you have a good, good day, Bless God, God. thank you. All right, so bye, 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 everyone all right there you go everyone elena i don't know if frank uh, is still around if frank would like to chime in before uh i close off i want to mention about a couple other things before we go but she's a great guest isn't she everyone on fire and she ain't bullshit and she's serious so everyone uh go to that judgewatch.org let me go there to make sure Yep, judgewatch.org. And uh, there's so many things there to look for and read and more knowledgeable that can relate to a lot of this and to inspire you all. Contact me also if you have your own stories you like to show or if you have any information uh, you would like to add. Who knows, maybe your name and your... endeavors will be on this page too and we'll make this uh this page grow this site grow because we need a united effort going on uh angel is frank on with us would he like to give a final chime in
4: uh definitely no A uh, fascinating uh, topic tonight great guest and uh elena definitely would love to have you on my show uh soon uh we're on hiatus till next month but you're, you're a fascinating
3: uh, thank you thank you so much and again I, I sincerely invite you to contact me and and to follow up meaningfully on what you uh, raised as an issue an important issue concern
4: yeah we need to discuss this further as a country because I mean this is the only way we take the country back yeah, yeah. is by opening the avenue of discussion and was, you know if you stay quiet nothing happens that's right I mean, just,
0: Bingo. And we all have the First Amendment, right to free speech. And I utilize that to the extreme need be. And that's okay. Because that's our right to do so. So, that being said, all right. I guess Frank don't want nothing to chime in. He's not on there. Angel?
4: He should be on there. Uh, Frank? Frank, unmute. Yeah, he's to unmute himself. Yeah, yeah he's has to unmute. He, only he can do it.
0: He's smiling. I think he's talking to himself. Though. Yeah, he- <laughs>
4: He he got a pretty the mouth, that boy. Look at him. He's got that he's got them teeth.
0: Looks like he's on ninety-five or something shit.
4: He's got them wisdom teeth. Look at him.
0: I guess he's saying hi oh, you can't talk, I guess that means. So all yeah.
2: right.
0: So definitely be in touch with uh Elena also, Frank. Let's come up with some strategies and plans. Maybe she also knows some guests. You know, we can line up and we'll all start collectively. Uh utilizing a plan because the time to plan and act is now and the actions is already happening this show will only get more intense and better as well as myself and, and the knowledge and like uh, elena said focus my angers and stuff hey i'm new to this shit regard to this but i have a mouth and i have a care i know in the world i grew up in the 70s and the 80s is not the world today we are all under siege Okay, we got people wanting to kill us with commie shots, wanting to, uh, to choke us out with the laws and, and the rights that are being deprived of us that we have the right to stick up for. And Elena hit the nail on the head and know what's going on with all that. So I think I should just end the show here. All I'm going to say is that I swear, especially to my enemies, I think they could destroy me using the law against me. Take away my free speech. Never back down. Until next week, we'll see who we have on. And let's continue this machine.
4: Okay. Bye-bye.